0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the goddamn podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett coming to you from the Toyota Prius recording studio. I don't know how this one is going to go, folks, because I'm in yet another parking spot. They keep moving us. You know, well, first they forget us. So people start demolishing the garage as they're doing renovations. And let me tell you something. I'm looking at these renovations. Things are worse than before. And also... So, okay, for those of you who don't listen to the podcast every single week, and why don't you? Come on, guys. Get your shit together. Those of you who don't listen, I do this podcast out of the parking garage of my big building in Toronto. I don't own it. I should, but I don't. And um, they're doing renovations constantly, which, of course, you have to. you got to upgrade shit so that you can charge people more money because that's what a big city's all about. And um, they did major renovations on the parking garage. And here's the thing, guys. They didn't put in any fucking plugs. No electricity. So no Teslas. It's just how stupid is that? You do a, a major renovation in 2017, and the, and the super was telling me, And once, but don't worry, once this renovation is done, which takes a full year, once it's done, we won't have to upgrade it for like, you know, 15, 20 years. So no. I can't buy an electric car ever if I live in this building, you goddamn idiots. And then he was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Why didn't they do that? I don't know, superintendent. I don't know. But I've put in a thing. I'm not sure if I did, actually. I feel like I told management that they should have put in the plugs, but it might just be because I really am mad about it. I may not have actually said any real words. Anyway, they moved us again. Because, uh, well, what happened was they were just, all the other cars around me were gone. And I was thinking maybe it's because people see me recording the the podcast in my car and they're like, we got to get the fuck away from this guy. He's a lunatic. But no, it was because they had all been given formal letters. Hey, we're, there's a construction crew going to destroy your car if you don't move it. So maybe move it. Didn't tell us. So... I'm walking with my baby. Guys, I have a baby, and I was walking with him to the parking garage. I'm looking around at the rubble, uh, the the wake of some kind of uh, catastrophe. I I was going to say bomb, but I was afraid that I'd get flagged by the NSA, and now I just said it, so who gives a shit? Looked like a bomb had gone off, a nuclear bomb set off by Kim Jong-un. You know, and, and then the terrorists were involved. Oh, Al-Qaeda, flag me as much as you fucking want. You know what? That's a good way to get listeners. You know, there's always got to be uh, staff, right, at, at, at all the major eavesdropping organizations, the CIA, the, the NSA, the, the USSR. I don't know who's listening. But that's why you just you put in those trigger words like terrorism and Al-Qaeda and, uh, What's the new one? I don't know. I've lost track. I just I'm afraid of everyone now. That's that's the way it works. What was it talking about? It's talking about yeah. So it looks like a bomb has gone off and I'm carrying the baby down and so I just like I'm driving out of the parking garage and there's these construction workers just looking at me like I got 15 heads. And uh as I'm driving by so I stop and I roll down the window I'm like guys Am I supposed to be here? And they were like, no, <laughs> no, you are not. And they like, you, like, everyone's downstairs now in, in, the, in the sub-basement. And I was like, well, nobody told me. He said, like, yeah, yeah, you, you should get out of here. So me and the baby left. And um, I had to call the management office. And they are like, oh, sorry, we totally forgot. It's like, yeah, obviously, you fucking fucks. And also, what about the plugs for my Tesla that I can't afford? I didn't say that part. I should have. What a great opportunity. I had leverage and and they felt guilty. They did feel bad because clearly the people who are working at the office, it's not like they're the guys who own the fucking buildings. There's like uh, Green Rock owns like nine buildings. And so uh, it's, it's not like these people who work the phones and the management office own them. They're just people with salaries who are getting fucked over just like we are. By the construction companies and they're just, and then move these guys. Like they have to move, you know, hundreds of cars. And so they're all trying to get them all different spots in all the different buildings they own. And I'm sure it's a shit show for those people. So they were very apologetic. And I'm like, I'm sure it's not your fault, guys. But uh, where do I park? And so they put me in this fucking pseudo parking spot where like a wall juts out. So it's not really a spot. I'm kind of half in a spot and half the arse of the car is just hanging out into like the hallway. Whatever. I'm here. And uh, my I will say, too, since I'm talking about the baby, I'll say something nice before I get into the fact that I got into a fight again. Jesus, what's going on? Got into another fight. But, um, but first I'll say the nice thing. That uh, the baby is just, I mean, he's reached a, a new form of development. Oh, no there's people parking their cars right now see this is the big problem here i am in a brand new spot so i've got all kinds of new parking neighbors that have yet to discover that i do a podcast out of my car so uh we're in for some awkward times here and here's the first come on down you're the next contestant on meet the lunatic in the fucking prius Anyway, the baby guys, cause fuck it, right? You just, no more shame. Who cares? Just, you know what? Free podcast, guys. You want to sit outside and listen? Free podcast. It's also free on iTunes or Google Play or any of the Android devices. You know what? I'm really coming around to Google and Androids. It's just like I and And for those of you who know me, you know, I got a lot of Apple products. I've always been a big fan of Apple. The thing is, I'm a big fan of anything that lets me do the things that my seatbelt just, like, retracted for no fucking reason. And it scared the living shit out of me. I thought someone was in my back seat and was about to murder me. Honest to fucking God, guys. All right. Apple. They've got good devices. You know, like, they were basically the first computer that let normal people who don't own movie studios edit movies. Like they were like, Hey guys, there's the fucking, yeah. You want to edit your own movie? Here you go. We'll help you out. And so that's that people jumped onto that shit. And they, you know, they helped them make music and then they very user-friendly programs. Very, uh, you know, it just, it was Apple, all Apple uh, for me because I get, once I got a MacBook Pro, I could edit all my video clips, I could start doing some stuff for shows, I could, it was just it was a dream come true. You know, I I've always I always like doing creative things and and a company that helps you do that. So I I I was all in. Fucking all in on Apple. Just so I bought a billion products and I'm in their ecosystem now. So I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving, but I will say it's clear to me that Google owns the world. Like with their Google Home thing, that looks pretty cool. It's just everything is linked up. You know, everyone use Go- everyone uses like Google Docs on Facebook. You know, they're like, hey, you need to swap docs around in Google Docs. If you buy the Google Pixel 2 phone, apparently they just they store all of your photos, unlimited amount of photos for free. They just upload them to the cloud, and the phone itself is amazing. Apparently, according to all the reviews, and it's just like ah, not a bad time to be a, an Android. Slash Google user, you know Google Maps, that's always been the better one. You know it's just a, look. I'm not gonna leave. I'm not gonna leave Apple, guys. You know uh, it. I'm. I'm. I'm too much. I'm too. Too invested. I got to watch on for Christ's sake. It's not gonna sync up with, with my Google Pixel phone at least not as easily. And my wife is all Mac now because of me. You know even the rest. Of my extended family is all gone Mac. Because of all the preaching I used to do. And so the last time I was visiting them in Ottawa and I was talking about Android and Google, they were like, who Who the fuck are you? What are you doing? We all love Apple now, you asshole. What What are you telling us? That the stuff we used to use is now better? I don't know. I don't know if it's better. But it certainly, I don't know. But Google at the same time is starting to scare me. You know, they really fucking, they seem to own a lot of shit. They own all the data and they Google, Google owns YouTube. If you don't know, most of you probably do, but they own YouTube. They own and YouTube, Jesus Christ. Again, with the Google taking over, like YouTube is offering a subscription service now for TV Thirty-five bucks a month, American, and you just you get apparently unlimited live sports. You get all kinds of uh, channels, and uh, I've been looking to cut my cable because fuck the Rogers, fucking Rogers, in Canada, guys. That's our big cable company, and uh, they're just your bill will start out. Hey, why don't you come in introductory offer? You get you get a billion channels for two years for twenty dollars, and then like somehow three months later. Your bill is six hundred and eighty bucks. It's a fucking oh, irritating. Any whoozles? Yeah, I think Google's taken over the world, but I don't know how I got to Google from the baby thing. But let let's move on and, and say the baby thing that I wanted to say in the first place, and that is just he's he's reached a whole new level of. Uh, or as people incorrectly say, a whole nother level. I just, I don't know why that bugs me so much. Like as I say lots of things grammatically incorrect. My wife and her mother love to point it out. They're always pointing out my new theisms. I'm from a part of Canada, for those of you who don't listen to the podcast on a weekly basis. I'm from a part of Canada where we talk a little funny. And I say, uh, I say sometimes I'll say I should have went to the store, which gets some some harsh criticism around my house, especially when my mother in law is visiting. You should have gone to the store. I'm like, yeah, I should have. And I should have stayed there. I don't need you guys fucking correcting me in my own home. But for some reason, a whole nother level. It's not another. Another's not a word. Anyway, the baby guys, he's just he loves me so much now. And at least I think I don't know the depth of his emotion. You know, can babies experience love? I don't know. They here's the thing is they need their mother. So they're they're obsessed with their mother. But I've been taking care of this little rug rat since August from nine to five. While my wife is at work from Monday to Friday. And I'll tell you what, it is paying some dividends in the old daddy department. He just he calls me papa cuz my wife calls me papa for him because she's French, well she speaks it anyway. And um and it's pretty goddamn cute. Papa, papa. So now it's to the point where he still seems to like his mom a little more. Because while we're hanging out in the daytime, he'll go, ma'am. Because he, uh, he doesn't say mama, because I call Sarah his mom. And so he takes his cue from me. So he says, ma'am, in a very adorable way. So all day long, I hear, ma'am, which is sad because I can't, you know, make it any better. I can't say, I say, she's coming home at 5. And he's like, it's, it's 9 a.m. He doesn't really know the time, but he knows that she's not coming back for a while. So I have to distract him. I take him places. We do things, you know, but now it's happened that when my wife is home and I leave the room, we get a papa. So it's not that he prefers me to her, but what's happening is he doesn't want either one of us to not be in the room he will at all times his two parents should be around that's how he feels and i don't blame him he doesn't know anyone else you know he's got he's got no friends he's 14 months old babies if you don't know anything about babies they don't really like other babies at this age sometimes they like they like once in a while there's an anomaly they like a baby here and there but for the most part, they want to play on their own. And if a baby is next to them, they might just play next to the baby. But they don't really play with the baby. Well, it, you know, if you got a baby and your baby, oh, my baby loves other babies. Oh, fuck yourself. All right. My baby is stuck up. Maybe we're not. We're not exactly sure about that. Because the thing is that that's what I read in the books. Right. I read that babies. to so Wait, do I have this podcast on? I do. I'm recording. I'm recording. Crisis averted. But you guys know that because you've been listening. So uh, we go to the drop-in centers, and little Sam, he just has no time for the other babies. But the other babies, I don't know, they seem to be playing with other babies. And like I said, from the books, from all the shit I'm reading, they're saying, oh, they they don't really play with kids. They just play next to them. It's parallel play is what it's called for the layman. And I'm like, is it, though? Because the other kids seem to be, like, sharing and, and playing and hugging. And Sam is just in the corner like, ah, everybody go fuck themselves. Get out of here. Get out of here so me and my dad can have the run of this room. And as soon as everyone leaves, like, he just, he comes to life. Running around like a friggin' psycho by himself. Ah, ha, ha, this is my room now. And then another kid comes in, he sits down, just glares at him. I like to think... It's not because he's self-conscious or shy. I like to think it's because he's an elitist, that he thinks he's better than everyone else. You know? He's got confidence. Like, some of the some of the moms, they think, oh, he's shy, he needs a little confidence. I'm like, no, he's got too much! Ah, oh, goddammit. Okay, we're back. I just had to pause it because... Literally someone pulled into the spot next to me. And the thing I said about no shame, you guys, you guys know I was lying about that. Always. Shame. Nothing but shame. So I had to stop doing the podcast. Here's the thing, though. You know, I should stop being like that. Like the person, I was figuring they're going to think I, you know, I'm weird for sitting here talking into a microphone. But they came into the spot and their windows are up. Doors are closed. But I can hear the song blaring from the radio. And it was Lovers in a Dangerous Time by Bruce Cockburn. Not Colburn. He's a Canadian artist, in case you don't know, whose name is spelt Cockburn. But he calls himself Bruce Colburn. And he wrote a song called Lovers in a Dangerous Time that got pretty popular in, I don't know what, fucking 88, 87. And this person is blasting it from their car. So, I don't know. You're not so cool. You know, maybe I'm doing a podcast in my car with the ass of my car hanging out into the alleyway here, but you're listening to uh, some soft rock that I don't think is very good. So, that evens out. That's what I think. Yeah, that was just a little... Update on the child, the spawn. He's doing great. He, he likes both his parents now. He, previously, like all babies, it was all about mom. Mom, mom, mom. But he likes me. And you can see my wife. You can see her gritting her teeth, trying trying her best to accept it as, as something good. Because she says the right things. She's like, it's so great. It's so great that he likes you as much as he likes me it's just i'm so happy that that's the case because he shouldn't totally prefer his mom constantly that is that's not healthy for the it's much better if he likes both his parents and i like i have to ta- i have to tell her every day that he still likes her more and she was no it's okay he doesn't it's fine he he likes us both and that's great but he obviously it's He's a baby. They like their moms. They need their moms. And plus, my wife will have any little thing. If I can, if I put him down for a nap, and he doesn't scream bloody murder, and then she puts him down for the next nap, and he yells, then that's it. I'm a terrible mother, and he hates me, and he likes you now because I went back to work. But I will say I'm glad that uh, that I am. I've taken over during the nine to five it slowed comedy down a little bit but guys who gives a shit right you know i don't get to do a couple of extra open mics i don't get to go to cernia you know fucking i don't get to go to some shithole outside of winnipeg oh my i can do all that later Right now I'm just I'm just trying to find a way to get back to the gym. Which is why I'm kind of glad I'll get into the fight now that I had because the fight came about with it's just a verbal exchange, no blows were thrown, which is probably a good thing because it was a lady, you know, and you should not get into a fist fight with a lady. Now if you listen to the last podcast, you know what happens. When you get into a fist fight with a lady and you're a man. All right. So if you haven't listened to the last podcast, which I titled Lady Got Punched. You should go back and listen to that because that is a fucking that's a doozy of a story. Didn't involve me, dudes. Okay, dudes and dudettes. I did not punch a lady at that time or or at this current fight. Although I tell you what, this lady was punchable. Not by me. But by other people. Other females. If my wife hadn't been holding our child at the time, I probably would have said, hey, sweetheart, go over and throw the first punch of your life right now into this lady's face. At least I think my wife hasn't been in a fight. Imagine if she has like been in a ton of fights, and I've had I have no idea. Oh, she was like, Oh yeah, I was in MMA for years. You didn't, you didn't know? I am almost positive. My wife has never thrown a punch. Almost positive. I'm going to ask her when I go back upstairs. I'll let you guys know on the next podcast. And let me tell you something, though. If she has, if she's an adept puncher, and she didn't hit that lady, then you know what? Get your shit together, Sarah. Help a brother out. I could have held the baby while you went over and socked her in the face. So any What the convoluted way I'm getting into this story is that what I'm saying is we have a gym that's close by that has child minding services. Now, I've talked about trying to send or trying to have Sam at this child minding service while I went to the gym. I tried it on two separate occasions, it did not go well. He was very upset, and I know to this day he'll be very upset, but soon he'll be able to speak English. And I'll be able to tell him, I'll be back in a very short period of time. I'm just going to go work out, you play with these toys, and then I'll come back and check on them, you know, halfway through, like 20 minutes through. I'll be like, hey, just like I said, keep playing with the toys. I'll be back in another few minutes, and that'll be fine. But right now, you can't get through to a screaming blob. He's just 14 months old, and he knows a few words, like papa and mam and... Uh, What are some other ones? He knows banana. He says nana instead of banana. He also calls his uh, grandmother nana. And in fact, he calls a lot of things nana. This. Oh, speaking of that, this is hilarious. All right. My neighbor. He is Martin and Anna. They have a daughter called Isabel. And uh, Isabel is a couple months behind Sam. So she doesn't know a lot of words. She knows two words. One is mama, and the other one is caca. And it should be pretty obvious that caca is shit for you people out there in the world. So what has happened is Anna's mother, Isabel's grandmother, has been staying with them since Isabel was born. And the grandmother, to get Isabel to not touch things that she doesn't want her to touch, she calls everything caca. So everything is shit. Just caca. So the only word she knows is mama and she means Anna. That's my mom. And everything else is shit. <laughs> Including her own her own father. So whenever she wants her dad, she's a kaka. Which is fucking hilarious. That is, he's super mad about it. Because he he blames the grandmother for teaching her wrong words for shit, and I I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Just say the real like we we tell Sam the real words. We're like don't that's dirty. That's Olive's litter. That's 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 shit. Well, we don't say shit. We do say caca when it's actual caca. But when it's not caca, it's like you know the, no that's dirty. It's on the floor. Don't touch that. Don't put in, that in your mouth. You know. That's, that's pee. Don't drink pee. Those types of things. We give them real words. And so I'm Papa, not caca. But isn't that freaking hilarious? That's, it's just hilarious. I tried not to laugh so hard when they told me, but, you know, it was funny. So um, the daycare. Try to take the child to the daycare. And uh, if we stay in this building, soon enough, I'll be able to actually start working out in the daytime, while I'm taking care of the sun. You know, two birds right there, guys. Done. Two birds. Got it done. Doing a workout. Raising a child. Everything's going great. But if we leave this building and buy a house in this ridiculous Toronto market, then um, all the places we're looking, there's no gyms around there. Because there's nothing... Around any of the places we're looking because no one wants to live in the places we're looking. There's no goodness. Because if you want to get a house in a place that has civilization, yeah, some, uh, oh, you want a Starbucks anywhere near you? That'll be three million dollars. Thank you very much. It'll be cheaper to buy a Starbucks, open it up, and live in it. Hey, you know what? I'm going to fucking do that. What about that, Toronto real estate? Take that shit. Lease a spot. Start a Starbucks. Fucking live upstairs. Man, that's a good plan. So anyway, because we're looking for houses on the weekend, we go out to um, our regular area because we've picked a school that Sam, that we would like Sam to go to. But here, you know what, guys? The school district shit doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Sarah looks up like she wants him to go to an all French school. And I'm all right with that because then I don't have to do the fucking homework. You know what I mean? So she wants him to go to an all French school. Like the reason I'm OK with it, especially, is that this is one of the best rated schools in all of Canada. This particular French school in this particular area. So I'm like, yeah, let's buy a house in that area. It's a little bit outside of the core of the city. But if he gets to go to a great school and it's a house we can afford, then we win. Even though I'll never go to the gym again, we win. We, we, win, we, we win and I get fat. But here's the thing. She tells me yesterday... That it's the best rated school from kindergarten to grade five. And then then the school he would go to later, high school, is uh, shitty. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? How's that possible? You're you're like one of the top rated schools for French people in all of Canada. Well, top rated schools, period. It's just that happens to be a French school. In all of Canada. And. The high school is really low rated. Shouldn't an area either be good or bad? Shouldn't the schools be good or bad? That I, I, I fucking I, I was like, I give up. I give up. So we we've the, the one thing I had was that with this real estate is that, well, if we know the area we need to go in, at least we can look in that particular area. And if something pops up, then we'll spend every last fucking dime we have. But at least we have a house and it's in the right school district. But you're telling me after like six years, we're going to have to move or he'll get a shitty education when he goes to high school. And you know what, guys? I think the high school part is more important. Do you remember anything from grade three? Do you really need to know the difference between apples and oranges? I mean, you do need to know the difference between apples and oranges. But what I'm saying is you can figure that shit out on your own. Old dad can help you out with that. Orange has got the orange color, boy. High school is where it's important when the kids are doing the drugs. And they're doing the sex. And they're doing the sex drugs. Those are the worst type of drugs. So I don't know. I don't know what to do now. So anyway, I get into a fight because what happens is um, you're looking for a place to park. You can't park anywhere in Toronto. Except, you know, there's, there's never a spot on the streets. It's a busy fucking city. And uh, the guy in front has a parking pad. You know, he has he has paved over his lawn. Yeah, So it, it, here's how that works. You basically you pay the city a certain amount of money and you can park what you on what used to be your front lawn. You pave it over. You, you tell the city I'm, I'm doing it. I get it, You get a permit. You pay for it. You get a parking spot. But so you have to go in to the to a designated lip of your driveway, you know, a little indentation in the sidewalk. And then you pull your car to the right or to the left depending on where your spot is, and you go there. That's how it works. This is important information for later, not just to bore the shit out of you. Okay, so the owner of the home, he's left his car in his parking spot, so we we have nowhere to park, so we park on the street. There's a sign. There's a sign that says one hour parking, and there's nobody next to the actual sign. Now, here's the thing. I see there is a paved spot. And there is a smart car in this paved spot. And I park behind the smart car. And you would think, are you blocking the smart car, Mark? Because how can he back out now when you are there behind him? But see, the thing is, I'm behind a natural curb. The city is clearly instructed this is a parking spot. And obviously, the smart car has enough room to turn his car to the right and get out through the designated indentation lip. You see? That's how it works. Clearly, this guy has also got a permit. He's created his own little parking pad. But that's fine. I'm not blocking him. He's not blocking me. We go, we look at this house. My wife likes the house a lot. It's still too expensive, but we're thinking about putting a bid in under asking. You know, that's how much she likes it. So far, we haven't even come close To putting a bid in on a house. But we have to leave a little earlier than we expect. Because some guy knocks on the door and uh, it's like another realtor who's coming in to look at it. Or maybe it's the owner of the house. I don't fucking know. Anyway, he's like, there's some lady across the street uh, going crazy. Is that your car? And I look over and there's a lady... Just her door is open on her car. She's leaning on her horn and her car is basically touching my car. And she is irate. And I go down and I'm about to be like, hey, so what's the deal? Because this, this is clearly legal city street parking. anyway. But I, I, I don't go down with any preconceived notions. I'm assuming that because we haven't been there that fucking long. I assume we're going to have a civil discussion. I don't know why I assume such things, guys. I'm naive. All right. And she looks at me, and goes, is this your car? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's my car. So I said, so I'll just move. Uh... And she was like, oh, you're blocking my spot. And I said, okay, but there's a um, sign right there that says I can park there. And she goes, uh, this is a parking spot. I think that's pretty fucking obvious. This is a parking spot. And I said, actually, no. No, that now I'm mad. But I, I've kept my cool. Let me tell you something, guys. I'll preface this story by saying I handle this like a fucking champ, you know. Because especially because it was a lady. I think because you know it's a lady, you know, you know punches aren't gonna go down. And if they are, like, what? What kind of lady is that? What lady throws punches? I'm not gonna throw punches. And if a lady starts throwing punches, I mean, I don't know what to do with that. But I just, I know that's not gonna happen. At least. At least I think it's not going to happen. It didn't. It didn't happen. So she says, it's pretty obvious this is a fucking spot. And I said, no, no, obviously. I said, no, it's not obvious at all, actually. I threw in the actually, like, with some, some stank on it. You know, let her know, yeah, let's, uh, let's take it down a notch, lady. I said, no, it's not obvious at all, actually. It's because there is an indentation right here, which means that's the entrance to a parking spot. And this is the curb. And there's a sign that says one hour parking next to the curb. So I can park here. And she said, no, it's my spot. And I'm fucking sick of it. And then I look over and there's a man. And I I feel for him. Honest to Christ, I feel for him. He's clearly attached to her in some way, shape or form. He's her husband, her brother. I don't know what, but he's hanging his head. Because he knows, he knows who he's with. He knows what this lady's all about. He's just got his head down. And what he's seeing, he's seen a 39-year-old man just schooling a lady on how to be a fucking adult. Yeah, she's, she's probably, let's say, 55. All right? And uh, her husband is just watching this go down. No aggression, hands in pocket. And uh, she's just screaming and sla- like she keeps slamming her door because she's moving groceries from her car to her door. Uh, oh, and I should also say, if she was any kind of driver whatsoever, she actually had enough room to get into her parking spot. Uh, but she she doesn't know how to drive. Oh, and I should also mention, all right, because you guys weren't there, you don't know. There was the smart car parked. There was her car now wedged behind my car at a, at a ridiculous angle. And she did that on purpose so that I wouldn't be able to back out. It was, but unlike her, I can fucking drive. So when I left, I actually got out. No problem at all. Just did a little three point turn. Boom, get out of there. See you later, idiot. But anyway, story's not done. Um, she also has a trailer, like a camping trailer in the driveway. So we got a smart car, her car that she's trying to wedge in there, and a big camper. Now, here's, here, here's one thing I know. There's no way the city gave them a permit for three cars in one parking pad. That's what I know. And do you know who else knew that? The fucking husband. That's why his head's down. That's why he's not saying a word and he's pleading with his wife through his eye contact. Shut up. This guy is not stupid. He's pointing out the reality of the situation. There's a sign. There's a curb. That means this isn't your spot. You're just parking there illegally, clearly. Because you pay for a permit, you pay for a spot, you don't pay for three spots. And so, what she's been doing clearly is jumping the curb with her car. Anyway, and I forgot to mention that she also screamed, I'm so fucking sick of this. This happens every time. To which I said, Well, yeah, because that's a spot for me to park in. So, and then, and then, honest to God, here's what I do I say, Listen, Listen, hey, hey, hey. Just like that. Like she's a child. I like, go, hey, hey, hey. You don't have to be like this. We can have a discussion about it. It's just a misunderstanding, perhaps. And she was like, no, no. And she just she won't look at me. And she keeps she keeps grabbing her groceries. I don't know how many she must have been taking them in. Like one celery stalk at a time. Just a bag of carrots going back for each individual carrot. Because she must have gone back and forth thirty times. Cause I still have to wait for my wife and baby. And then the baby comes. Fucking beautiful. I got my I got my innocent looking wife standing there. Never thrown a punch in her life. She's standing there. She's got the baby. The baby starts screeching. No idea why. I think he just didn't want to leave. I think I think he wanted to go down. He likes walking around these days. So but the guy, you could see the husband looking over at Just a man who's just being a mature, sensible human being with his lovely family. The child is now screeching because a crazy lady is swearing and screaming her head off. And here's the kicker, guys. My wife is a lawyer and uh, she is calling the city and she is letting them know about the situation. And here's why I'm absolutely convinced and I'll update you if I ever find out. I don't. Here's my big problem with this is I wonder if I'll ever get the resolution. You know, it's like I I know the city. I know she's probably parked there illegally. Almost almost. I'm like 95 percent sure. So when we call the city. They'll go investigate because they have to. That's their job. When, we, when that happens, they'll give her a notice, and then they'll, they'll ticket all of the cars that are there because you're not allowed to do that. And they'll continue to do that, and she'll have to fucking leave. She'll have to move. Maybe not physically move, but she'll have to move her car. And I just, I want so badly. So I said to my wife, is there any way that when the city sends a letter, it could be a picture of my face on the letter? But my wife is like, oh, she'll know it's you. Because you were talking about how that you're allowed to park there, you know, unless she flips out at somebody every day and they also have a rational discussion with her. You know, and then the husband who's there to witness it, who knows, he's like, shut your fucking mouth. This guy knows. He fucking knows. So this is where it is now. Now, we don't want to live there anymore. I'll tell you that much. You know, the house was over our budget anyway, and now you got to live across the street from this fucking psycho? No thanks. Although if we did move in, might be nice. Just every day, go out on the front step, shirtless, son of myself, watch her try to park somewhere on the street because you can't park on that illegal pad anymore and just be like, Hey, did you find a spot? Nice to see ya." Remember when I said you don't have to be like this? Well, you were. So we fucking lawyered your ass. Hope you're happy. And I got to tell you, guys, I've had this podcast since what? February? And this is the third fight I've been in. And you got to think at some point, it must be me. You know, how was? see, here's the thing. Our realtor didn't park there. A lot of people wouldn't have parked there. I get that. I know I'm not, in no way am I at fault. In no way. I will not accept fault in any way. But I will accept the fact that it looked like people might not want me to park right there. But like I said, the one car that was there did have enough room to get out. It's just where he was so far to the side. With the smart car, which was maybe her car as well, but that smart car was so far to the side of that paved, what I'm assuming is illegal spot, that I knew there was another car going to try to park there. But that's not my problem. And that's why the fight happened. If I had been like all the other people that she's bullied on this street, I would have been like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know that spot, if that's a spot. And what if I block someone, maybe? But I'm like, no. I know the rules. I pay taxes. My wife pays most of them. But I pay some taxes. You know? My salary, I pay some. So I know I'm allowed to park on a city street. That's my fucking street. These are my fucking taxes. Still. I parked there. She didn't like it. Now if she had handled it differently, honest to Christ, I it would we wouldn't we wouldn't pursue it any further. But because she was such a fucking asshole. She's getting what's coming to her. Oh, here's how I know almost for sure's for sure, guys, that they're not allowed to do that. I looked it up on Google Maps. Have I mentioned that Google's taken over the world? Looked it up on Google Maps, maps, went to Street View, okay? And in Street View, if you don't know this, you can actually go back in time. So you can look at pictures of that street from 2015, 2014, 2013, and I did. I fucking did. Because I was... I'm not going to let that lie. I might have handled it calmly at the time, but I will now fuck your life. Got to do it. It's your own fault. You crazy bastard. It's your own fault. Oh, I should also mention that uh, when I was leaving, I looked at the guy, the husband, and I said, after I said, you know, you don't have to be like this. I And she kept her tirade going. I said, okay, fine. If that's how you want to live your life, that's your decision. And then I got in the car calmly and I drove away. Oh, but first, I actually I took out my cell phone and took a picture of her license plate. Because I am going to want that for the city call that I'm making. But I also wanted them to see that I took it. You know what I mean? Guys. So anyway, I'm looking at Google Maps, 2015, 2014. And clearly, so at first, if you look back to 2013, there is, the sidewalk is all broken down. There is no curb. So that paved spot where the three cars are, it looks like there's a lip going right into it. And there's no sign on the street that says one hour parking. So it looks like, A driveway, but I got to tell you, it looks like the curb had been sledgehammered down. There's it's it was dented downwards, but it was all broken up into rubble. So whoever owned it at the time, and maybe it wasn't this crazy chick, but maybe it was. They had clearly just paved it randomly and then smashed down the curb a little bit. You skip ahead to today. There's a brand spanking new sign that says one hour parking Right there, like the pole is actually there. I was in front of the pole. There was a, the sign was literally saying, Mark, this is your spot. And the curb and sidewalk has been completely redone. Brand spanking new, shiny, big, thick curb and a regular sidewalk. Then there's the indent that happens a little while later, which is the one area she's allowed to drive into. So her hopping a curb is totally wrong, and clearly the city had been alerted about it before because they went in and said, there's a fucking pole right here, and here's the curb, so you can't drive over it. And she's like, fuck it, I'm driving over it anyway. And now they're going to get another call. Oh, sweet Jesus. I should buy the house and just go and just set up a camera and wait. And just wait for the city to show up. God damn it. And you know what else? I was listening to uh, Bill Burr in an interview one time say that, because um, they were saying, hey, you got a bit of a temper, Bill Burr. You're, you're fiery on stage, you know. Have you ever gotten into a fight with an audience member or like uh, or even, you know, in real life? And Bill was like, what? No. What the fuck are you talking about? Because you don't know who you're talking to. Like, the, the person that, that you pick a fight with could be a fucking lunatic. He said, like, he, he literally, that day that the interviewer asked him a question, he said, a, a mail carrier beat an old couple to death. Just he was having a bad day. And maybe he comes to the comedy club and you start yelling at him? Like, that. there are fucking psychos out there. Why would you ever take the chance, you know? And that, like, if I had been... A lesser man, okay? Or somebody who was, you know, intent on scaring the shit out of somebody. I could have said, "Uh, let me tell you something, lady. I know where you live now. And uh, you just made yourself a whole mess of trouble. Could have done something like that. I wouldn't, though. That's threatening. You shouldn't do that shit. But I tell you, there are times I'm saying to my wife, people, one of the reasons that I get into these fights, three fights since the podcast began in February, the reason I get into these fights, I think, is the same reason people just stop and ask me for directions. I look like uh, just a nice guy. Just hey, there's a nice guy right there. People don't know I'm not a nice guy, but I. And you know what? Though I am a fucking nice guy. You ask me directions, I'll do my best. All right? I'll help you out. I'll be like, yeah, that's north right there. I might be wrong, but I'll try. You know, even that. I'm fighting with the lady. I'm like, hey, hey, let's let's be civil. You don't have to be like this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a nice guy. All right? I think not nice things. But I'm outwardly nice. Let's say that. And so these people, they think they can scream and yell. Like there was this guy, for instance. He was there with his family. He had two little girls and a wife who was like a goth person. It was Halloween, though, so maybe she was actually just dressed for Halloween. I don't know. I thought she was goth, and my wife's like, dude, it's Halloween. I was like, ah, right, 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 right. What do goths do on Halloween? It is the... People are like, "Hey, great costume!" Fuck you! I hate the world. <laughs> Do goths take off their gothiness on Halloween so they don't have to put up with that shit? I would, I would. Anyway, goth lady is married to a guy who looks a guy who looks like he likes the MMA. You know, he likes Ultimate Fighting. He's got a hat, a tap out hat on sideways. He's got a bunch of tattoos. You know, he looks thuggish. He looked thuggish, and he was driving a car, and uh, he was trying to visit his parents or her parents because the kids said, Grandma, when they got out of the car. And he was parked not in that lady's spot like I was or anywhere near me. He was parked on the other side of the road where there's literally no parking. There's signs that say you're not allowed to park here, and he just went, fuck, I'm fucking parking here. And if we had shown up a little bit later, he would have been the one. Who parked in her spot probably. Because the reason he parked across the road where there were no, there was no legal parking is because all the spots were gone. That's why I parked in behind the lady's uh, smart car. Because I was like, where else am I going to fucking park? And I paid taxes, goddammit. it! So if only we'd been a little later. That guy would have been the one getting yelled at. But he wouldn't have gotten yelled at, I'll tell you that much. Because she would have been leaning on her horn... And then fucking tattoo UFC guy would have walked out of the house because he was smoking, smoking in the car with his kids. Not a great thing, but let's not judge him. He's, he's, he's my friend right now in this story. So he would have walked out, cigarette in hand, probably flicked the cigarette as he's going, what the fuck's your problem? What's happening down here? Because that's what he would have said. What the fuck is your problem? As he stomped down the stairwell. And then we would have saw... Not a continued argument, but a woman getting in her car and driving away. That's what we would have seen. And I tell you what, sometimes I want to do it, man. You know, fucking get a little buzz cut, get a couple tattoos, hit the gym a little more. Now start wearing those fucking shirts with the sleeves cut out of them. Sure, most of the world will think I'm trailer park trash. But once in a while, once in a while... People will go, is this your car? And you go, yeah, it is. And they go, okay, sorry, sir. Oh, I'd fucking love it. But no, I'm just a nice guy who rats you out to the fucking city. Deal with it, chick. Oh, man, oh, man, I feel bad for her husband. I also want her husband to divorce her. Is that too much? Do you think that's too much rage? I don't know. I don't think it is. If that's how you interact with people... You see a man with his wife and his baby, you're acting like that, like a fucking lunatic. We're not going to buy this house now because of you. Yeah, you deserve a divorce. I hope he left her. Oh, my God. I hope he leaves her and then she gets the letter in the mail. I hope he pins his note that I just left you, his Dear John letter. I hope he pins that to the city's letter telling her she can't park there anymore, and a picture of my fucking face. Well, that's it for the podcast, guys. I'll uh, check in with you again soon. Hopefully I won't be uh, in another altercation between now and then. Thanks so much for listening. This is Mark Joseph Bennett. I said shut up. Good night.